it's Shelly with Emerge Marketing Solutions. This Lent, we are being called to listen to God's plans for us. How are you inviting God into your daily life? Is it through a daily routine, prayer, friendship, or forgiveness? If you're at a crossroads and struggling with the direction you should take in life, ask God for His strength, support, and guidance. Help us to listen to that gentle voice within. Prepare us to emerge strengthened. Good morning, everyone. Today is Wednesday, uh, March 18th, day 19. And in the Rediscover the Saints book, we learn about John Vianney. Um, we also learn in the gospel about forgiveness uh, once again. And I even want to touch on the first reading today, uh, because I think especially during these trying times, um, we are being called to share this uh, even with our youngest people in our lives. So let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, you continue to bring us together despite all of the things that separate us right now. I pray that you guide us in our thoughts and our words and our actions and provide us comfort in knowing that you are always with us. Although these are trying times and it can be scary, Help us to find comfort in knowing that you are there to guide us and you are re helping us to recenter and refocus on the things that are most important in our lives. The importance of prayer and the importance of um, fasting, as well as uh, having a daily routine that incorporates um, our lives and faith in you. So dear Lord, please be with us today and each day um, help us to show up for others who may be suffering as well and may not be as close to you or trust in you. Dear Lord, help us to be stronger and, and come through this whole pandemic uh, as, as a united front that are living in your word. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, everyone, we continue to face a lot of uncertainty in our lives. Um, and things keep changing on a daily basis, and um, we are being called to pray for all of those around us, each person um, who is facing things in different ways, from the youngest to the oldest in our lives. I want to first start with uh, the first reading today, because uh, I felt like it was really talking to us about how we need to um, share our faith with others especially those who are youngest, our, our youngest people, our children, or grandchildren in some people's case. So how many of you have been struggling with what's going on right now and thinking, okay, what should I do? How can I provide for my family? Have you thought a little bit about how maybe our children are kind of curious about what's going on? I know that youth tend to do best if they have a routine and there's predictability in their lives. So now they understand that they are going to be home for the next four weeks at least. Um, but I have had my kids asking a, a few things about, about faith. I think Olivia was the first one to say, so that means we don't go to church now and we don't have CCD now? Uh, and I said, that's right. And so she has actually been uh, asking if we can go to church and get her books um, so that she can continue to learn and stay connected to God. And although our family does do a good job of praying together and um, being together, I think right now we're being called to do even more. 
Um, so at the end of the first reading, it said there, take care and be earnestly on your guard, not to forget the things which your own eyes have seen, nor let them slip from your memory as long as you live, but teach them to your children and to your children's children. So right now, be thinking about how you can be sharing the word with your children or grandchildren, or maybe those who you know in your community um, who maybe see you as a grandparent or parent. Um, and so, although we're not supposed to be together at this point, could you call them? Could you send them a note? Could you send them uh, a scripture reading that you've written? Uh, or maybe it's a drawing. Or could you FaceTime them and share some of those things with them? But as parents and being in the same building as them, same house, and, and being able to continue to live life with our children, I think we're called to continue to share the good news. So as we have talked about some of the things that we're getting back to um, during this Lenten journey, so our prayers uh, of deeper connection with God, that intentionality and a daily routine of incorporating prayer into our lives. Are you doing that same thing with your families? And are you helping your children to understand the importance of living out our faith, to care for others, to not just worry about ourselves, um, but to provide for those who are also in need and to pray for one another who are also facing very difficult situations, especially our healthcare providers and those who are not able to leave the front lines um, in, in interacting with people um, at, at the grocery store and other places as well. So we're being called to share that with them. And then as we go into today's gospel reading, I think this is a perfect way, at least in my house, um, to help our children understand, uh, even today, uh, about God's love for us. And so I don't know about you, but things have been a little bit crazy at my house, having everyone home and me trying to work still and them trying to fend for themselves during the day. Um, I would say they're fighting a lot more than I'm used to. Not that that's an uncommon thing in our house, but um, they can kind of get at each other's throats. And I think we all know that when we're together, um, it's difficult <laughs> right now in helping everyone kind of stay connected and to show the love towards one another. So in today's gospel reading, it's about forgiveness and how, how many times should we forgive? Should we forgive seven times? Oh no, he says, not seven times, but 77 times. So many times so that we forget to count, that we are no longer counting how many times we should forgive. So we are helping our children to understand that God's love for us is just the same as this. So even though these are uncertain times and maybe a little bit scary times, God continues to forgive us for all that has happened in the past. The sooner that we can come closer to God, unite on a front in our Christianity and to love one another, to support one another and pray to God for his healing and guidance to us, the more we can overcome many of these things right now. And I know that um, for children, it is difficult to forgive. But if you think about it, children go right back for more. I don't know about you, but um, they do have a sense of forgiveness and they forget what just happened. And so I know for us, you know, maybe the, maybe they've forgiven one another and then they go right back for more about 10 minutes later. Think about our adult lives. Do we do the same thing? 
where we maybe we have made a bad choice, maybe we have treated our spouse unlike we should, um, maybe if we, we have not been as much of a friend to somebody as we should have, um, any of those things, and, and think about your own sins. Even though we might continue to do the same thing day in and day out, God is forgiving us. But he is also calling us to recenter and refocus, bring him into our lives to ha have God connect us to one another, to help forgive one another, help to pray for one another. So I also wanted to bring up the Rediscover the Saints book because I tell you, this, this couldn't be better timing. And that's why I truly feel that this is all coming in, in God's timing because how would they know that we would have just spent two days with our children fighting and needing to help them understand or help us understand our importance of sharing our faith with our children and helping them to learn forgiveness as well. So on the Rediscover the Saints book, it, it starts out, God is always found in the present moment, but the present moment can, be, can seem brutal at times. And that brutality can make him seem very far away. How many of you are feeling the same? That where is God in all of this? Where is God helping to guide us through all of this? I tell you, we have to trust that he is there. And there is a purpose and a plan for all of this. Thank goodness we live in a country right now that is proactive and is helping to prepare us um, for these times. This is, this is a brutal moment. This is a difficult time. But if we think about John Vianney and how he was sent to a, a place that seemed to be nothing, uh, a place that seemed to be um, very, very rural, very non-impactful, but people continued to drive, they started to drive there and to go there just to see him, just to be reconnected with, with their faith and trust in him. So know that no matter who you are, no matter where you're at, you can make a difference for others as well. So during this time when we feel this isolation and the social distancing, that maybe we're being called to connect with one another. I will say over the past couple of days, my Facebook feed has been filled with more hope and prayer uh, than, than I have seen in the past. And that is really encouraging to me that maybe we'll, we will start to see this turn around. But don't forget to not just share that on, on social media, but to do that same thing within your families. Um, I also um, marked just a few things that I read in the book today that I wanted to share. So when you think you know the will of God and you surrender yourself to it, and then something prevents you from pursuing that path, you begin to doubt your ability to discern what God is calling you to do, even in the smallest things. So many of you are probably like me in that when we began this journey, we had no clue, absolutely no clue. Thanks, Cynthia. Um, we had no clue what would transpire over the next few weeks. So now we are three weeks in and things have completely changed in our worlds, completely changed. So just when we thought that we heard God's calling, that he was calling us to grow deeper in our faith, we may have thought, okay, we're going to start going to church again. Or maybe we thought, okay, we're going to start including prayer in our daily lives. We didn't realize all that, will that was going to change in our world and how we are continuing to, be, continuing to be called to live out his faith today. 
in different ways that we may not even know or suspect. So then I jump down to this other uh, reading here, and it says, We see what is possible based on what has been done in the past, but God sees new possibilities. This to me was very, very encouraging um, because we can only see what our society looks like today based on our experiences in the past. In the past, we were connected with everyone. We would see them out as we walked down Main Street or into different shops or restaurants. We would reconnect with people at mass or church, and we would see them, and, and that would kind of bring joy to our faces, right? And we celebrated in those things that brought us together. Now that's been stripped away. We can't necessarily see what the future holds and what the future looks like. But I feel like today's readings are calling us to have peace in what is going on today. And that God does have a greater plan. He sees new possibilities of ways he's going to reconnect us and bring us back together. But know that that may look different than what, that, than what we're used to. So this other saying here, I, I woke up each day, prayed, and asked God to guide me. And did what I felt he was calling me to do, one day at a time. So don't be concerned about what the future looks like one month from now, three years from now. Put that in God's hands. Be still and know that I am God. Um, that is a, a saying that has been very close to my heart. Be still in the moment. Enjoy each and every day that we're given. We don't know what the future holds. We don't know how this will all transpire. But know that we should have comfort in each day. Wake up each day. Pray and ask God to guide us and to show us the way. We don't have just one purpose on this in this life. Maybe we have many. Maybe there are things that we're being called to do that we don't necessarily understand or recognize in today's world. So have peace and comfort in knowing that God is with us. He has brought us on this journey and connected us. So I'm grateful that I felt the calling, that I answered that call. I had no idea how this would transpire, but I'm grateful that for each one of you who continue to show up despite all of, um, all of our differences, uh, whether that's within our denomination, our religious beliefs, he's calling us to come back together, to focus on what matters most, um, to love one another, and to share his good news of salvation with all people. So as we close today, I hope you'll find comfort in knowing that God is with us on this journey. Just listen to his call. So I'll pray in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, help us open, be open to your possibilities. Please fill us with the wisdom, grace, and courage that we need to step out of our self-imposed limitations and live in your possibilities. Help to protect and comfort us. Help us to know that you are with us always and that you are here to guide us in, in our will and our action to do what will help our society and help us to live a more holy life that cares for our neighbors, our friends, family, and ourselves. Dear Lord, grant us that comfort and peace in knowing that you are here. Help us to be still and know that you are God and with God all things are possible. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Have a wonderful day. See you tomorrow. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for wholeness and not for evil, to give you a future full of hope. 
Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Thank you for joining us on the Emerge podcast. We hope you enjoyed the journey and are prepared to emerge strengthened.